You got to chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. It's a rare opportunity, but we did talk a little Milwaukee Brewers at the top of the hour. And Matt Hamilton will continue the conversation. People can chime in as well. 844-770-3776. Maybe we can throw this on Twitter as well. There's another Iron Jock poll question. What word would you use to describe your feelings if the Milwaukee Brewers left the state of Wisconsin? That's off an article from Molly Beck. And it says that I would, I would just kind of, I read it last segment. I would paraphrase it as not impossible. Like, that's the basically the Milwaukee Brewers, and I'll read it one more time here. But uh, this is, again, from Molly Beck in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. The Milwaukee Brewers could start looking for a new home this fall if state and local officials fail to reach an agreement by then on taxpayer-funded package to fund improvements to AmFam Field. It's required by the team's current lease, and cities like Charlotte, North Carolina, and Nashville, Tennessee are too very hot options like those uh, seems like our two cities looking for a baseball team so the part math that matters to me is that if it was required by the team's lease with the state then i don't know what we're doing here we're just not paying our bills and i don't know who is all i know is it was in the budget that the governor put forward other than that i don't know who's jamming it up and so i don't want to get into that part of it but whoever it is we got to pay it but we got to keep the brewers and I, what was the word you used? Let down. Let down. Uh, that's that'd be very let down by the Brewers. That's two words, but we'll go with it. I like it. Let down, I mean, but it's a good phrase. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What word would you use to describe your feelings that the Milwaukee Brewers left? What word or phrase? Word or phrase. We can people can come up with a word. Down then. <laughs> Get rid of let. I'm sticking with down. <laughs> Alex G. back at the Everlight Solar <laughs> Studio. Alex, what is your take on this? One word. Bummed. It would be a bummer. I would hate to see, like, because, you know, it just it feels like such a great way to celebrate summer with the, with the baseball game, with the crack of the bat, with the open Brewers Stadium. If we, if we didn't have that, then, like, what? We're going to go to yeah. Summerfest? We're going to go to Irish Fest? We're going to go to, you know, well, Polish we'll have to Fest, check out Italian. the local teams. We'll, but like, we'll we, have the Mallards and people up yeah. here at Appleton. Yeah. We'll have the you're not, like, Timber okay. Rattlers. You're not driving to Appleton to watch the Timber like, Well, not, not from Madison, <laughs> but like the people that oh, might have been near Bre- I, I Green Bay you. that were going to Milwaukee to watch the Brewers. Like, gotcha. I gotcha. It's there. I got gotcha. you. So let's put, it, like, let's put options up on the poll uh, for Twitter. Let's go with Bummed. Devastated, angry, and I guess we can put happy. I don't think anyone will be happy. Don't care. Don't care. There we go. So, Alex, those are our options. Don't care, angry, bummed. What was the other one? Uh, you are not helpful. Alex, doesn't matter. The three of us are not good. Down. 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 I said that was me. <laughs> uh, it's just down. The people are going to agree with me. All right. Eight, four. Well, bummed and, and let down no, are yeah, the same, same thing, thing here. So, I would say, let's just do three. Angry. 
bummed or don't care. Yeah. There you go, because we are uh, forgetful idiots. I don't know the what show. the third one would even Could be. you pick three worst people to try to remember what was just said? Yes. Alex Strove uh, could be on Alex this. Strove yeah. could be on this. Yeah. Well, because Alex, if it was me, G, and Alex Strove, it would be, that would be the worst. True, but Alex, it's not even that he doesn't have the recall. He doesn't listen. Exactly. Like, yeah, so Strofe, I guess the point of, like, I was talking more about memory. Strofe. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you don't get that, something yeah, done, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> He's just not paying attention. At the end of the day, it's just still right, not right. done. Yeah, that, that's a very, <laughs> very Inner machinations point. of my mind are an enigma. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The Monster Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. Absolutely, Mr. Matt Hamilton. So, uh, 844-770-3776, you can chime in with how you are feeling if the Milwaukee Brewers did leave the state of Wisconsin. I would be, I might use the word mad. Maybe shocked. Yeah, shocked. You, you know, if Alex has a post, we could put shocked. I'd be mad. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I just, I'd understand people that were mad. I, I, I just, I get, I get bummed, but yeah. like, and I'd be in fear. Like, what a collection, what collection of idiots allowed this to happen? Because they're never coming back. Well, that's oh, the yeah, thing. If Major League Baseball is gone, you're never getting it back. No, not Milwaukee. Because it's not like a scenario like Seattle kind of had it stolen from them a little bit. This ain't that. It is they just left. Or you actually, I should say left. You didn't follow through on your commitments, so they had to leave. Who fumbled the bag more if, if the Brewers do leave? Gutekunst or the people who are supposed to be taking care of the Brewers? Gutekunst. No, Antonasso. The Brewers are like... <laughs> The, the financial impact of the state of Wisconsin. No, I'm blaming Gutekunst for this. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I know that Who, Alex <laughs> screwed up. I'm actually blaming Goody for this. Who, who's to blame for the Brewers possibly leaving the state of Wisconsin? Is Mark Antonacio. Goody. The politicians. Mark Murphy. Goody. Is it Mark Murphy? I think it's like Mark Murphy. Is, is maybe who. I mean, no. Ayahuasca's really to blame here. Uh, you, know, you know what? You know, let's ask some fun. Have you posted the question yet, Alex? Not yet. I actually am logged out of the Twitter. I'm trying to figure it out with Strofe right now. I got logged out of the, the Rutledge and Hamilton Twitter, so we're not posting it until we get his help. All right. Well, I want it on the ESPN Madison Twitter. So oh, yeah. Have Alex do that for you. I want to ask it like this. If the Milwaukee Brewers left, because it's Friday, let's have some fun. If the Milwaukee yeah. Brewers left the state of Wisconsin, who do you blame? Goody? <laughs> Mark Murphy? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers? Or Brett Favre? <laughs> what? All football? <laughs> But, like, well, that's the only thing we care about. <laughs> so that's what I want. Favre, Rogers, Goody, Murphy. If the Milwaukee Brewers leave the state of Wisconsin, who do you blame? 844 <laughs> It's Goody. I blame Murphy. It's Goody. 100% it's Goody. Murphy is just some old figurehead that walks around and is told what to do and what to say. You were such an agent. when to say it. He's literally just a puppet. So, Matt, what, at what age do you view uh, human beings as insignificant? Because you have a line. I think it's like 60, 10 years older than me. 60s. Okay. No, it's not ages. a number. Great. As long as it's 10 years older than me. How old are you? 34, Jim. All right. Phew. When's your birthday, just Matt? Just made a cut. The 89, February. No, no, February, okay. You're never quite 10 years older than me, but then you would be old and unnecessary. <laughs> exactly. That's you're what I'm saying. 10 years older than Strofe. If you're 10 years older than me, that's the line. So where does your your uh, family fall into this? Oh, you're not so Oh, I mean, no, they're old. <laughs> Both my dad and mom make old people mistakes from time to time. That's, so, that's fair. Or, like, or we'll, like, be in their ways about I something, know, but right? I, I know, but, like, Matt, like, 
and I like it's at a certain age where you're just like I got no I got nothing for you. Like Murphy, like you know what? He's just a dote. Exactly. Like, I'm, 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 I can't blame Murphy for the Brewers leaving. He's not the guy pulling the strings. Uh, He's the marionette. I'm looking for the puppet master. Matt, and I it's Goody. I hope I host long enough with you that you reach this because I think it's sixty. I, I think it's like that. You, if it's six, it, when I'm sixty, it'll be seventy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just ten years and older than me. It's not a stagnant I, I, number. It moves with me. <laughs> it's like a, a dance. Uh, I lead, the number follows. <laughs> how old is too old to be valuable to society? Matt Hamilton says, if you're older, years ten older years than him, him. you're just you're useless. I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> Uh, Break it down for me, Jim. <laughs> why do you think Jordan Love will be good is our first Iron Jack poll question. 40% is physical ability. 35% is hope. I love that. I love that for us. I hope. I voted for hope. I voted for hope. 13% of you say Packers QB destiny. So combining hope and Packers QB destiny, it's more likely of just it's in the stars. It <laughs> is, like, Jim. Than like anything tangible. Oh, my God. I had a fortune cookie say, the other day, and it said the Packers quarterback will be amazing. Uh, yeah. 12% say he won't be. Brandon Crawford chimes in and says, I hope Love is great, but I'm worried because the odds are against it. Maybe Love doesn't need to be great for the Packers to have winning seasons going forward, and him being good is good enough, but I'm legit worried that Green Bay is headed for QB mediocrity. QB mediocrity is not that bad. It's QB when, hell. When you say good enough, that QB mediocrity is, like you said, hell. Yes. Uh, I, I agree with you on, on that. Like, being good enough is not good enough. So here's <laughs> the one thing that I think we might be looking past. Because I think the Jets have a shot at being something special this year. I, they, they probably won't win the Super Bowl, they but they have a, a shot at it. very difficult schedule. It's going to be interesting to see how they... Two years ago, the Rams went out and did the thing. They they won the Super Bowl because they had a mediocre quarterback. They built around him with a bunch of great drafts, a bunch of great trades, and then they drafted. You go out and you get the young guy who can be the, the role player you need him to be, whether that's Joe Burrow, whether that's Pat Mahomes, whether that's Josh Allen, if you get them in the right situation. So right now could be a good time to build the right situation to draft a guy. Yeah. I mean, so, that's where I think the Packers are should be at. But this also is not a it's not a uh, obviously a scientific part of it. But Jordan Love right now is the fifth best quarterback out of that draft because Joe Burrow, Justin yeah. Herbert, Tua, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. We that was three. What's that? Did you? I think you just said three. No, I said Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and then I said Tua, and Jalen Hurts. That's four, and then yeah. yeah. Is that all the same draft? Yeah. Yeah. No, I looked it up. So they're all right now in front of him, but they're all at a bare minimum NFL starters. I I don't know off the top of my head, but I don't know. There's but I don't know a draft that's had five, like just off of that sheer look at it, like right five NFL starters out of it, or heck, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts are stars. So there's three stars out of this. Tua is. If Jordan Love becomes Tua, are you happy with that? Yeah. He's a little better than a game I mean, manager. I don't think it's going to be good enough to win a Super Bowl, but I'd be happy as far as, At least like, you're not, like, irrelevant or, or yeah. trash. I'll give you that. Alex, I mean, I don't think it's good enough to win a Super Bowl. No, Maybe you're right. I mean, you, you look, anyone has won a Super Bowl, but I get what you're saying. Like, Rex Grossman got his team to a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, 
You don't have to be a elite to win it. Good quarterbacks can get you to a Super Bowl. Being very good or elite wins them. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Before we go to break, let's hear from Greeny about why uh, the Packers believe in love. I've been critical of the Packers over the years for not going all in and trying to win championships while they have these great quarterbacks. That is what it is. The one thing you cannot question is how well they draft. That is an outstanding. They draft extraordinarily well. If they believed in this kid enough to trade up and take him in the first round, knowing the reaction that Aaron was going to have, I have faith that this kid is going to be good. My prediction is this kid is going to be really good and he's going to hit the ground running. That's that's literally what I'm saying with hope. Yeah, but quarterback and, is a total. But it, it's, and it's exact. I'm agreeing with yeah. Jim. It's it's kind of a t- shot in the dark. It's basically saying, I trust that the Packers know better than a lot of other teams know because we haven't screwed up at quarterback for 30 years. So I'm trusting that this quarterback's going to be. But that that, that Packers could be destiny because these guys we've they've. Totally, you're know. right. It's not the same regimes that have done it, but like, that's where Greeny's coming from. That's kind of where I would like to live in. My but, realistic. So you say brain this, but also you are not. like my realistic brain saying he's going to be fine. Mark Murphy's a dote, and you hate Goody, but yeah, they they, they definitely got the right quarterback. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, they sat on this guy for four years. If they don't have the right quarterback, that is incompetence, and they should be gone. That's why I don't think they're incompetent. But you do kind of think that no, Goody's, Goody's incompetent. Murphy's just old. He's fine. He's doing great as his, as, like for what he has to do. Go out there and talk about the, the happy things and tell the world that we're now the owners Did of the Chiefs. Did you just say that Mark Murphy's doing great? Yeah. That man is, you can't trust him with any sort of secret. Yeah, but sometimes it's really, I, I got a kick out of him dropping that news. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, as wrong as it was for him to do it, it was hilarious. So our second uh, Iron Jack poll question, if the Brewers left the state of Wisconsin, who do you blame? Right now, Brett Favre has 42% of the vote, <laughs> tied with Mark Murphy. Rodgers and Goody tied at 8%. Uh, Willie Nelson, I have to put an asterisk next to this. We're going to use allegedly. But he said Brett Favre because he's known for stealing state funds. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly stealing state funds. We'll throw some stones next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Crowdsourcing here at Matt, Hamil- or, uh, yeah. Matt Hamilton. We're at State Street Brats. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Mountain Blue, you know what to do. That's Crush, a Coors Light, and a Brat here at State Street Brats. The fan that came over was uh, right out of, uh, I would say, your hand. I love that you had the Green Bay Packers polo and yep. the Brewers cap. Like, he was ready to go. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin fan to the core. Now, I would say our. He had, he had I think, more. I think physical attributes would have been his because he was saying. Yeah. Jordan Love's big. He thinks he's got some pretty good arm talent. Yeah. So I think for our poll that we are asking, 
um, the physical. We asked the question, why do you think Jordan Love will be good? Hope, physical attributes, Packers destiny, or he won't be good. I fall in the category, and I, I was talking to this with the fan that was here. I think he's the next, I think he's Ryan Tannehill. Maybe he's a little better than that, but that level, that tier of quarterback, the size is the same. The offensive system is the same. Mm-hmm. And I think the Tannehill in a different offensive system with Miami didn't work. But with the Tennessee Titans in this offensive system, he was able to make quick decisions, make the throws. He's good enough to get you into the playoffs. And if you have the right team around him, maybe make a run. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. So every day, one of us lovely producers goes through, finds some interesting stories, brings it to you guys, and we talk about it on the air. I give you some questions, you debate, I give you points, and one of you will be crowned a winner. Um, And we're going to start right here with last year. The 49ers were prepared to sign Phillip Rivers, longtime Charger quarterback, short-time Colt to as a contingency plan if they went to the Super Bowl because they had so many injuries at the quarterback position. Now, if the Packers this year were in a position like that and they needed to sign a, a veteran quarterback for one game, who would you like it to be? Who do you think it would be fun to be? And we'll start with you, Jim. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Free agent. I should have I should have added that. Free agent quarterback. I, I love, I, I absolutely love this whole storyline. Um, I guess you just take the best one available, uh, even though he seems like maybe a dink. Uh, Carson Wentz? Uh, maybe, yeah. Not bad. There's not a lot of free agent QBs available. Still have um, Philip Rivers? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm calling up Michael Vick, see if he can't run around in the backfield for me. Need a guy who can scramble. Been to the playoffs a couple times before. Now I'm curious how old. Don't think he's playing football right now. <laughs> well, uh, he's pretty old. That's fine. You're Mr. Anti. Four, he's my age. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously he's faster uh, than you. <laughs> right. Faster than most. And look, as far as fast as he was, he, he could sling the pill too. Oh yeah, I mean, he had he, a heck of a left arm. Yeah. So is that why he did? Because he left you like you are. I think he. Yeah. I think he was lefty. Maybe I'm wrong. I think you are right. He was lefty. All right. So Good we're going to we're going to yeah. do the same thing that we've been doing on the show and we're starting sports getting a little weirder each time. A cruise ship with more than 2000 passengers is set to depart from Tampa, Florida next year around February. One caveat, everyone on board will be fully nude. It is a nude <laughs> cruise. Is there a worse place to be surrounded by naked people? We'll start with you, Matt. I can think of a ton of worse places to be surrounded by nude people, like the grocery store, a funeral, a state, a football game. Like, at least a cruise, you probably have your own room. Like, that's not that bad. It's voluntary. The, the whole idea of being nude at a wedding. No, there's no, there's a billion places that are worse to be nude than a cruise ship. Actually, I, that's one of the few places where I'd be like, okay, I can get down with that. I agree because <laughs> it's also contained. Yeah. So, like, when I went, uh, my wife and I went a uh, honeymoon down in uh, Jamaica, there was a, a nude beach you could go to, like a nude island, 
we went out to it. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, whatever. It's self-contained. There's like a couple other uh, people there, and we are never going to see them again in our lives. So we, we gave it a run. So I would say, but I will say this, cruise ships are the worst. So just in general, to be on a cruise ship sounds like a nightmare. A floating toilet, I'll pass. But like... I would I would say that I mean yeah grocery store is a good one like I mean watching people curl sounds pretty horrible nude like <laughs> yeah, yeah. curling would not be right good. right yeah so there's a lot of bad play a hardware store uh, this is a lot of places a hardware that, store yeah I just I don't know a lot of places you just want to yeah 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 definitely definitely a hardware store yeah yeah needle factory <laughs> <laughs> a food right. processing plant yeah all right but we spoke a lot about grocery stores there. There's an Australian supermarket, and it was closed after finding a poisonous spider whose venom causes um, your member to stand at attention in a way that is painful for long periods of time. Now, knowing this risk... Viagra spider? What's going on? Knowing this risk, how long would it take for you to return to that store, Jim Rutledge? Um... I don't really want anything, even though that's not the worst side effect. I don't know if I want anything at all affecting a member. So, like, <laughs> that store is probably just off the list. You know, there's stores you can go to. If there's something making its way through the store that has an effect on the member, that's kind of one of the most important things in the world. So I'm going to go ahead and pass on ever going back there. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Running in there looking. I'm going to be reaching into the pineapples. <laughs> That, it says contact the doctor if it's been more than eight hours. Yeah. I have never had so much attention in my life. That would be A plus number one. You You're going to that out? grocery store again Can you for sure. Take off of work until that problem is solved. <laughs> yeah, right? Who knows? Like, the possibilities are limitless. Maybe you end up being a Spider-Man. Sounds like he gives you uh, your spidey senses will be oh, yeah. tingling Sp when you get bit anyway. Some spider webs. Hey, whatever. I don't know. Something. You might get some spidey senses. Not necessarily the web slinging, but maybe. <laughs> I like how you did your wrist there. I don't know what's, where it's slinging from. All right. What's next? All right. We got one here. What's your zombie apocalypse plan? Like, if a zombie apocalypse <laughs> breaks out, I want to hear, how are you surviving? We're going to start Matt Hamilton. Um, I'm probably not, G. Probably going to enjoy <laughs> what time I got and have a whiskey and wait to be over... Uh, overcome by by the zombie apocalypse. I don't have enough skills. I think I would have enough to really prolong my life and make the rest of my life miserable, but not enough to actually survive. So I think I'd just lean in and let her go. End of the world party. Yeah, I'm kind of with Matt on that because you watch some of the... I just watched The Last of Us. You watch and it's not technically like a traditional zombie. Like just, like just straight up alone. Right. Like the show alone where you got to find your food and stuff. I would last long enough to maybe get a partial meal, not right. kill anything. Like, right. well, so forage. I think if, like I would try to like try to have like, you know, be in the house, maybe set it up in the basement, have as much food so we can live as long as you can and as nice as we can. But I want to have an exit plan, if you will, of when the zombies start coming. Like, I don't want to turn into a zombie, so I'm just gonna ride it out and hide in a safe, comfortable space like you are, and try to enjoy myself as long as possible. And then when I see him coming, take care of business because. What's well, take care of business mean? Right. You're gonna be a zombie, Jim. No, you end it before the zombie gets you. If you're uh, if you're not alive, then you're not a zombie. Oh, you think if you took your yeah? I don't know yeah, if that's I, I don't know how that's zombie usually how those work. zombie stuff. I guess it depends. You have to figure I it out. Yeah. But I would say this: 
Um, I, I just think that when you see it, those who live in the zombie apocalypse, it's not great. It's not no, great. It's going to no. get it. Like, yeah, it's just maybe, maybe you're alive, maybe you're not. You're starving. You're constantly stressed out. Like, it just does not sound yeah. like a good time. What? You have no reason for spiders in a grocery store. Like, it's just all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, but why don't you want to be a zombie? Like, what's the difference between becoming, like, do you think you're still going to be sentient? Like, do you still, you're still in there? Or? I don't want to risk it at all, though. Like, I don't know what it would be, <laughs> but, like, it sounds pretty awful if I'm, like, 5% aware that I'm a zombie. And then, like, I'm just eating people or ripping their heads off. Like, having flashes of consciousness. Ah, that what are you talking like, about? It's like. That's like getting drafted to the other team. You just got traded to the other team, and now you got to take down your your old home, your old opponents. I think family, friends, family, friends. Yeah, you're in a new squad now, Jimmy. It's time to you're either on the team or you're off the it's team. This is our next question. Do you want to be a zombie? Yes. Would you rather be dead or a zombie? A zombie. Alex. Uh, yeah, you know what? Give me, give me zombie. You, yeah. you learn, try new things. Open that, your mind. That that feels like a Rutledge and Hamilton poll question. We can put that one on our, our own social. Yeah. Would you rather be dead or a zombie? Zombie. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. All right. Well, I've got bad news. This game is dead, and the the only one who rose is our winner. Good old Matt Hamilton. Thank God. He's lost like four times this week. <laughs> I got three wins. I got Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Okay, there you go. Let's go. He came running out into the office on Tuesday after he won going, it's going to be a perfect week. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Bookended, you boy. Well, you can take all next week too. So. Hey, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm a lot like Jordan Love. I got highs and lows throughout the week. We'll see how it happens on the weekend. I don't think you want the Jordan Love equivalent of Matt Hamilton as a radio host, as your quarterback. Hey, if my secondary, touche, <laughs> touche salesman. It's going to be a rough, rough go for Matt Hamilton. He's a winner. You could be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go. Uh, nearly $12 million in jackpots last year, and uh, or last month, excuse me, $250,000 is the biggest jackpot so far this year. Go be a winner. Over $2 million in jackpots last week alone. I keep on giving you numbers, but how about instead you just go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison and be a winner? This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Come on, swing. Marky Mark taking us into our second-to-last segment of the week. Matt, I'm not going to be here next week. Are you going to be able to make it? Why not? Why can't you make it? Well, why aren't you going to make oh, it? Oh, I'm going to be up north. I'm on vacation going up to Hayward, Wisconsin. I'm going to stop at the Liney's Lodge on my way up. Uh, we're here at State Street Brats uh, with Line and Kugels and our friends uh, with Bolson Coors uh, for Rutledge and Hamilton. But I'm going up there just for a family vacation, but on my way up, we literally drive right through Chippewa Falls. And yeah. I went last year. Liney's Lodge is better than I imagined. And yeah, I went there with the family because they got a food cart up there too, so you can get some, some lunch with the kids and get some cool Liney's gear. It was a good time. I'm looking forward to going back again. I think that's honestly the only gear I brought back from up north <laughs> was, the was, the, gear? was the Liney's gear. Um, I just didn't see anything up in Hayward I wanted, and I was like, well, this Liney stuff is great. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you prioritized what was truly important for you. Yes. Uh, our third Iron Jock poll question is, 
Would you rather be a zombie or dead? Right now, 75% of you say dead. So, what? Yep. Crazy. I mean, being a zombie does not what, – what appeals to you, Matt Hamilton? I'm Jim Rutledge, Alex G, uh, back at the Everlight Solar Studio. What appeals to you for being a zombie? I mean, I spent my whole, <laughs> my whole life going against the grain. Now I get to just fall in line and be, be a part of the greater good. Which would be infecting the entire planet. Sheep. That's the greater good? Yeah. Well, I mean, once you're a zombie, it is to you. you. Thanos? Uh, Yeah, essentially. It's too many of us. Thin it down a little bit? Yeah, thin down the herd. I think I can do my part as a zombie. What's the best zombie movie you've seen? Or show? 844-770-3776. Go ahead, though. I really dig the... what was the ones with um, Woody Harrelson? Oh, Zombieland. Zombieland. Zombie I dug them really both, and I good. thought Double Tap was fun at the end, even though it was like yeah. even a little more over the top. I just dug the Zombieland ones. Yeah, Zombieland was really good. But, I mean, I really enjoyed um, the one with Will Smith and his dog. Oh, I Am One? Or no. Uh, or I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Legend yeah. And then the last one that was it uh, World War Z? Yeah. With was it Brad Pitt? Yeah. Yeah. Though I like those like ideas of those versions of zombies. Yeah, I honestly I think I can say that zombie movies is like my favorite genre of horror movies. Because I'm not a big horror movie fan. Because it's it's so far fetched it's far fetched enough where you're like, this isn't real, it's not gonna scare me ever again. Well, but it's still like kind of s- scary. Some of that, but yes, but it's also like this it has the other element which I find good in movies like dystopian. Because then okay. it's a little social commentary of like where we're at, and then like what happens after the zombie? Because it's all oh, a like lot of how times it like, happened. Too? Yeah, there was a good army of uh, it was something of thieves. It was on Netflix where they had to go in. They basically controlled all the zombies in Vegas, and they had they went and there was like a bank robbing movie because they went back into Vegas to rob this casino. They had millions of dollars, right. but it was in this zombie infested land or whatever. That one was really interesting on uh, Netflix. It's it starred the guy who plays uh, Ocean's Forty Seven. No, Guardians of the uh, Galaxy. <laughs> the big guy with the uh, the Batista? big metal guy. What's that? Batista? Yeah, Dave Batista. He was the star of it. Uh, Warm Bodies is a really good zombie movie. It's like a, almost like a rom-com zombie movie where uh, a guy falls in love or a girl falls over the zombie, one of the two. But it was uh, definitely entertaining. Last of Us, not the traditional zombie because oh. it wasn't um, the uh, they weren't attacked like living dead sort of thing, but very interesting zombie movie. What about uh, Shaun of the Dead? That's a good one too. Simon yeah, Egg, yeah, that right? was really good. Yeah. I that think one. zombie comedies actually play pretty well. Yeah. I I was never somebody who enjoyed horror movies that were accurate or seemed like could <laughs> yeah. be real. I hate haunted house ones. Yeah, give me give me any sort of thing that just that doesn't seem plausible. I am I can watch so, that. On that it's note, the plausible stuff that's like freaks me so the heck out. Binary question here: Yes or no? Do you like horror movies? No. Same. Because most of the time, it's all about the scare, so the plot's not that good. So it's just trying to scare the bejesus out of you. And then the other part of it is they feel a little too real. Uh, I've got I'll an active it. imagination Same. when I'm sleeping. Same. I have bad dreams and don't love My wife dreams. gives me a hard time. I'm like, look, I don't want to. I wanna... had a nightmare. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, it was also more of like, like every once in a while, it's like, I don't want to come up. Like, I'll jump. Like, I'll yeah, like, so when you get scared at yeah, night, do, yeah. you, do you also warm up a glass of milk so you can get back to sleep? <laughs> no milk, but I. No? I, no, no milk. But I definitely am like, when I walk upstairs, I'll just be like, like, I'll get a little jumpy. Like, I was like, wait, what is that? Because you can't see maybe my contacts are out or whatever. And it's just like, or you have the image in your head of, like, whatever jump scared you, like some zombie face in your face, and all of a sudden you wake up and it's like it was in your brain. Or you were having a nightmare and it was there. So I'm with you on that. I, I'm, like, I'm lukewarm on them. If it's a really good one, but I don't like the haunted house ones because that feels the realest. 
that like, what, I was going to say, what's the scariest yeah. realist feel? I think it's the haunted house ones. Because you could kind of just... If you're in a haunted house, because then the house like infects your brain and you end up staying. The one that got me, not like I did not love this one was, uh, it strangers, where they're living, they're yeah. in the house, and yeah. then all of a yeah. sudden like the telephone's gone, and then it's in the fire. Like that's the one, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're wearing yeah. masks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man, do I have a podcast story about that movie? <laughs> Not a radio story, but a great podcast story. <laughs> I am dying to hear that now. Day four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Do you like horror movies? And yeah, it, it has to be something pretty great for me to like a horror movie. My wife likes them, so I'll, I'll put up with them. But no, thank you. Like I just, it's not high on my list. Yeah, I don't, don't need like to be scared like that. Alex, Robin Madison, you, really quick. Robin Madison chimes, chimes in. Dawn of the Dead and Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, and Dusk then, Till Dawn, and those are both good ones. Yep. Uh, Ryan and Madison also chimes in with Zombieland being his favorite zombie movie. But yeah. I, I am with you guys, the, the with you, Matt. Strangers was, I think, the most scary one. Oh. I, I, I couldn't do that one. That one got me. It, I didn't sleep that week. I was probably a, a junior in high school the first time I watched it, and I was just like, in, because I lived in a small town growing up. So it was like, you know, that, that kind of resonates. Secluded. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's not I, it. It's, I've seen that one too. That one's pretty scary. What was the one that was a big where it was like all on it was like filmed on like hidden cameras pretending to be real? Paranormal uh, activity. Yeah, it's paranormal yeah. activity. I didn't like I that. I mean one. the OG would be Blair Witch. That, Blair Witch. Yeah, and Blair movie. Witch, like that was scary. I saw it like the the day it came out. So like when oh, it first no. came out, everyone thought it was real. And it was kind of oh, creepy. Oh my gosh. And then it obviously came out that it was staged, but but, but yeah, the uh, paranormal activity, no, like that was not past so most of that stuff like i like i'm just owning it now i'm 43 yeah i get scared the other, <laughs> night, the other day my wife caught me she's like are you looking away from the tv i'm like yeah there's gonna be a jump scare and i don't need it in my life right now i don't need it because we've talked about it before i oh I, man rule number one jim is don't stare at the tv during the jump scare rule number two is don't get caught not staring at the tv during the jump scare right. you still well, got an image to maintain you're a tough dad right well because i'm fine <laughs> I'm fine with real life scary stuff. Like if it's in there, like, like a scream sort of thing, or like an invade. Okay, I, I like my chances of home invasion. <laughs> what am I doing with some sort of ghoul or demon? Yeah, nothing. Like, yeah, nothing, Jim. I got nothing. You. If you get a specter, you're in trouble. Yeah, I got a five percent chance someone comes in the house. I'm. It's over. <laughs> if the house is on it, like when we were looking for, and it's a good chime in this as well. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. My wife laughed at me, but I'm like. We walk in this house, and it's got a bad vibe, or there's a history of this house being haunted. It ain't happening. I don't care how much you love this house. That is not a thing we're doing. And it was like one or two houses. The house is haunted blue. You know what to do. <laughs> right. But I was Let's like, run the heck away. But, like, that was one of the things. We were in a house, and it was, uh, it was um, like a short sale. Like, it had been foreclosed on, and the people who left it, like, trashed it. And so it was really inexpensive. But I'm like, the vibes in here are so Murdery. Yeah, I was like, no, thank you. Uh, I don't know. Do you, I mean, Matt, you look for house. Did it all, like cross your mind at all? Of like, I just want to make sure his house isn't haunted. No. Okay. Mostly because in this market right now, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> I'll take my little haunting well, for, right. the, uh, yeah. for a proper square footage to like dollar per square foot ratio. Yeah. Uh, I, I take a haunting. Yeah, I don't even think you get a discount in this. Market. And who knows? It might not be like the entire house. It might just be like a small four hundred square foot corner of your house that's haunted. I, you know, you might still have another just thousand close, or close, close fifteen hundred square yeah, feet. Yeah, close. You're fine. Yeah, the house yeah, I grew can. up in was haunted. What? Yeah, his yeah. mom's a witch though too. So come on. No, we like take that. Yeah, great I mean, assault. 
hey, All hey, right, well, no. now she's got to explain. So we moved in, and I like I wasn't too worried about it. Like I was eight or whatever. But then we moved in Halloween night. My mom goes out, and so everything's like spooky anyway. And all of a sudden, I hear like sounds coming from downstairs, and I'm trying to call my mom. And and it was weird because the basement was originally a barber shop. It was a barber shop for decades before we moved in. Sweeney Todd. And there was a piano that was too big to get down the stairs. So they had to build this piano around the house, or the house around the piano, rather, or disassemble <laughs> it and bring it down. But the, the piano was 150 years old. I'm assuming they probably built the house around the piano. <laughs> it's got to be that, yeah. Um, they they built, put the foundation in, put the piano down. as like, house from here. <laughs> <laughs> but the I believe two that's things, how they do it in edge construction. Okay, tell yeah. me why it was haunted. The two things were the piano's bottom seven keys didn't work, but late at night we would hear them. Okay. We would hear them play, and my mom will back me up on this, and she's an adult, not like me. You know, I got my kid. <laughs> she's an adult. She heard it. And, uh, and two, it would always sound like somebody was watching TV, either upstairs or downstairs in the basement. And so my mom would be like, oh, that kid, he's out, he's up watching TV at midnight or whatever. And she'd like come upstairs to yell at me and the TV would be off. She'd be like, oh, maybe you left it on downstairs. She'd go downstairs and there'd be nothing, not a thing. And so haunted. <laughs> All right. 844-770-3776. Do you believe in haunted houses? God, and he started with it was Halloween too. I just, I, I'm not. <laughs> that was the Gee, first time I noticed it. That was the I'm first time I'm not buying what it. you're selling, bud. Now, Matt, I'm not buying what you're selling. Before we go to break here, so you say like you have nightmares, vivid imagination when you sleep. Yeah. Like, do you ever wake up with like the jump, like? Because I've accidentally like at times like pushed or like hit my wife because like I'll only, wake up only, and like whoa, whoa, whoa. swinging. Only. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't admit to anything on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to worry. It's more like yeah. I hit her in the arm or something like yeah. that. Because it's no. like, you know, like you kind of wake it up. I and you're like, startle myself awake with the falling dreams. I've had those. The, I so, don't, like, startle myself awake very much. It's mostly so falling. I, just last night we watched uh, this show, House on Haunting Hill, or Hill House, Haunting of Hill House. And so it was like in my brain. Now, it wasn't what was in there, but I was having this dream. I just remembered it now, last night. Now, we have a king side bed now, so, like, it never happens. I don't accidentally. If I swing out, I'm usually not going to hit her. But, like. When I, I had this dream of like something was like biting my leg, like a monkey was biting my leg in this dream, and in like, my head I'm like I can't get it off my leg, I can't get it off my leg, and then finally like I just like came too quick, like you know like you just and just like came, and then like slapped my leg really really wow. hard, but it was one of those things like not sleep paralysis, but like my my brain is trying to like I don't know if I had an itch or whatever, but like my brain was trying to tell me like wake up, wake up, wake up, and then wham. <laughs> Uh, I think it, so. they got a jacket that'll straighten you right, right out. Exactly. Scrooge and Hamilton. <laughs> you know what else you can do, though? I can go to Carbon World Health. Is if a monkey attacks me, I can take it. Because you can I take work it. out at Carbon World Health. Uh, not only do I take the semi-glutite to take to keep those glutes tight, uh, I also keep uh, plenty of strength over at Carbon World Health. Sign up for the six-week experience. Ask about semi-glutite, the only FDA-approved weight loss treatment out there. It burns fat, not muscle. Uh, but you also, maybe it's hormone optimization you need to help you lose weight and gain muscle. Whatever it is for it's you to reach It's the recovery. To and get the recovery back is great. in the yeah, gym, yes. to do it again the next day. That's part of it as well. So whatever it is you need to gain strength, lose weight, do both, Dr. Nestor Rodriguez has the plan for you at Carbon World Health. This is Rutledge Hamilton. Send my Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt Hamilton, you are losing the uh, poll. 84% of people would rather be dead than a zombie. 
and you got burned by one of our teammates here who, when you said you wanted to be part of the greater good, uh, she said, get over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, Matt, just be dead. You, you, you know, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. It's just me just doing my normal alive thing going against the grain. Look at all you voting. I'd rather be dead. Exactly. That's why once we're dead, that's when I want to become the sheeple. I love that like, you say that you're going against the grain, but like from a sports fandom thing, you are 1,000% in the grain. <laughs> How so? You're born in Wisconsin. You're a fan of all Wisconsin sports fans. Yeah, but right be, now I have a little bit of an anomaly because I, be, I am a big Aaron Rodgers fan. I would still. be the against the grain guy here for the sports side of things here. Oh, gosh. I guess. I guess. You, I'm correct. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Raise the Bear fan. We both are. You're a contrarian in, like, some of your styles. I'm a contrarian just in general. Like, But, yeah, but is kind of how I view things. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what's the other side of it? He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. Alex G. back at the Everlight Solar Studio. That is not haunted, Alex, as of now? Is what we oh, this is clear? far too too recently built to be haunted. It's, like, got to be at least 45, 50 years old. I was just saying, so how old do you think? I think maybe 100. I think 100 is magic number for haunted. So maybe and maybe the house wasn't haunted. It was just the piano. And so the piano was where the haunting came from. They're about the important. same age that you're no longer used to society is when the house could be haunted. So in this like, case. Matt, you said 10 years older, so the house is 44 years old. <laughs> Could be haunted. Could uh, be. Can you unhaunt the house, or do you think it's just done? Well, so my mom yelled you at could. the ghosts. She gave them, gave them a stern talking to, and they uh, they chilled out after that. But yeah, I go. think you can unhaunt Your mom needs a side hustle. She can just solve all these uh, haunting house problems with oh, a yeah. stern talking to. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. We're live at State Street Brats. Uh, we're here hanging out with uh, Lining Kugels as well. We're having a good time. And I uh, had a brat, having some lineys, having a lot of fun. You can win some shirts. You can win a lineys grill. There's a lineys bar light. That's really cool. I kind of want to win the lineys grill. I kind of love that. Yeah, and then there's all the lineys shirts and bottle openers you could possibly imagine. It's We're having fun down here, too. Like, like, it's a, so when we say it's a lineys grill, it's a canoe grill. Yeah. Canoe BQ is what they're calling Canoe BQ. The which, line of Kugels, canoe BQ. Which I kind of love. That is fantastic. It's neat. I don't know what I would... Maybe you can maybe smoke a salmon on it. Yeah. I mean, it's too nice to just be throwing charcoal and cooking it like taking a camping or whatever. Oh, that's the point of it, though. That's what they were telling me. But I, I'd be intrigued. I think you could do some fun things on it. So do you prefer, like, if you got a portable grill, are you, are you uh, charcoal or are you propane? Portable propane. Um, charcoal, you, you can't beat a charcoal grill. But, like, if you're going out camping, like... Knowing for a hundred percent of the time, what, rain, rain, wind, or shine, you can get your grill started. Propane's the way. But wind. also, it's, like I got kids, so I'm switching. I did the yes, charcoal. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's the only time we have a small charcoal grill. It's a portable one, so it's like the only time we eat with charcoal is like going to the lake. But yeah, it takes you like twenty camping. minutes to get it ripping. Exactly, and then you're like, kids ain't waiting for that, right? And then I rush it, and all of a sudden it's not ripping because I didn't have it. I didn't want to wait long enough, right? So I'm switching to the propane. I, we had one a long time ago. I'm switching back to the propane for camping. For we'll just flavor. Use, Charcoal. Yeah, if we'll for the, convenience and speed, it's propane. We have those. We have the trap. It's a you know a little smaller uh, grill, but we can. I'll just make once in a while. Just cook something at home with it. Yeah, yeah, just something easy with it, and that way you can take as long as I want uh, with that. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Uh, what do you got planned for the weekend? Ah, uh, this week I have a tea time tomorrow morning and a wedding tomorrow afternoon, and I am not at yours. Not my wedding. Okay. Friend's wedding. And then uh, on Sunday, I have a plan to watch 
2013 Packers vs. Bears fourth and great game. That's the pass to Randall Cobb. I, uh, I know it as the Chris for, Conte game. Yes. <laughs> it's for the, the <laughs> Unpackables podcast with uh, Gabe Neitzel that we'll be doing later in the week. So I'm pretty excited to watch that game again and get you know a pair of fresh eyes on it after, obviously, I've only ever watched it once. So it's going to be interesting to watch it back knowing the result. Uh, you don't rewatch favorite games? Not a ton. Uh, I probably rewatched the Packers Super Bowl win, but it was probably just because it was like on, where they were doing one of those Super Bowl replays, and yeah. I sat and stuck around for it. Um, and I watch replays of games if I don't see them live. Yeah. But if I see them live, very rarely do I go back and watch them again. No, again, I, I watch tape on curling. I'm not trying to watch tape on football too. There's just I, I get to a point and I'm like, it's too much. I don't blame you because I like I try to avoid the score of the game ideally to watch it back because even if I know the score of the game, I'm already then more likely to skip it. So that being said, most of the time not like it'll be different this year like, and even last year. But when the Packers like at times they beat the snot out of a team like let's say 45 to 14 or something like that. Right. Like I'd watch the maybe the first half like all right I got it. If they're up like 28 to zero, is that our music? Yep. Yeah. All righty. All right, well, <laughs> that's how I'm going on vacation. <laughs> is that our music? Listen to Matt Hamilton and someone else next week. This has been Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We'll see you.